Peace be with you and happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sabbath and what a Sunday it will be for so many of us, huh? How are you doing with the new normal? And perhaps, more importantly for us today, how are you doing with the new normal that has now affected our Sunday rhythm? At a time in our life where so many of us want God more than ever, at a time in our life when so many of us need God more than ever, the new normal has affected the way that we approach and experience Sunday. This historic moment where the public celebration of Mass or any church service has been suspended just to keep us all safe and to help prevent the further spread of the coronavirus, but it has affected us in all very personal ways. There's a new normal on Sunday morning, and my question for you is, how are you doing with that this morning? I had to be honest with myself and ask myself that this morning. I usually wake up early on Sunday. I usually beat my alarm because I'm just excited. Sunday is my favorite day of the week. I love to preach. I love to be with people. I love the end of Mass and outside of Mass and hugging people and kissing people and high-fiving people and shaking hands and, and all the beautiful ways that I get to see just a family that I've fallen in love with. And I woke up this morning, and I had to ask myself, how am I doing with the fact that the coronavirus didn't ask my permission and the lifestyle change uh, has been almost imposed on me? And, and while I believe in all of it, I have to say that there are lots of emotions that go along with the new normal, especially a new normal on Sunday. So how you doing? on this Sabbath day with the new normal. Dealing with the coronavirus is not the, uh, not the first time that I've had to deal with something that uh, I really struggled with. I've learned in my own personal life from some really tough seasons how to find God in the midst of the tough season. And since I know so many of us are trying to find God in the midst of this, I want to share with you from my own personal life how I was able to find God in the midst of a real dark time, a real struggle. And that was the season that began in the summer of 2018. I want to share with you how I was able to find God in the midst of my life during the scandal that hit the priesthood and the church, beginning in, at least with the public media in 2018. Uh, even as I mentioned the scandal, I know that affects us all in different ways. And just know that my heart's with you. My, my purpose in bringing it up today is really just to share my heart because I, I learned three really important things there that I want to share with you because I think it help us all. But it was in the summer of 2018 that um, the McCarrick uh, news hit the, the media in, and that affected every one of us. That has certainly affected priests, and that certainly affected this one, this priest right here. As the summer of 2018 spilled into the fall of 2018 and, and everything that was happening with uh, the re release of names of priests who had... Um, 
had credible allegations of um, child sexual abuse. It was just, it was a horrific time in my life. It was, uh, I felt embarrassed on behalf of the priesthood. I felt overwhelmed with grief for the, the victims themselves. And I was angry. Gosh, I was angry at the priest who did that. I was angry at the bishops and the leadership church in, in, that, in those seasons who had made those mistakes. And I was angry at God for letting it all happen. And I had to really look deep inside my heart. Now, the good news is that I was able to find God in the midst of it. But I was able to find God in the midst of something that was really very personally filled with uh, struggle. And in that time, I discovered three things over time that really helped me find God in the midst of that situation. And I want to share that with you today. And then all week long, we're actually going to unpack the same uh, question of how do we find God in the midst of it all. So three things that uh, I learned in, in uh, in those days in my life. Number one, that God was there. Number two, that God wanted to be found. And number three, that God was taking the initiative to reveal himself to me. Let me say that again. I'm going to unpack each of these three things today, but in all of the darkness that was the the clergy sex scandal, three things that I, I found to be true. Number one, God was there. Number two, God wanted to be found. And number three, that God was taking the initiative to reveal himself to me. God was there. I didn't want to believe that. I struggled to believe that. I remember struggling to believe that God, who is holy and awesome and peaceful and loving, could be part of such a dark story and such a, an evil situation. But in the midst of it all, as I, as I prayed, as I stayed disciplined in my conversations with God and and gave him a chance to speak, I found that he was there. He was at least there in my life helping me get through a situation that was not his cause. God didn't make any of that happen. God doesn't make evil happen. God doesn't make bad things happen to good people. But just because God allows those things to happen. God is a part of our stories, a part of our lives. He was walking with me as I was struggling to to deal with the darkness and the evil that was there. God God is God is faithful. God cannot not be there. If God would God wasn't there, then I would cease to exist. Right? God's holding me in existence and and God was there with me every step of the way. What really surprised me in the midst of it all was that God wanted to be found. I remember a very particular morning I woke up and the previous evening I was at um, a meeting. It doesn't matter what meeting I was at, but I was at a meeting. And at the end of the meeting, there were a couple uh, sideline conversations that happened. You know, it's the, the parking lot conversations. And, and as I walked into the parking lot to, um, 
to make a, one last comment to somebody that was at the meeting. I, I stumbled into their kind of gossiping about everything that was going on in the media with the priest. And, and there was a very hurtful comment that was made about me, not to my face, but I kind of stumbled into it. And I woke up the next morning and I was recalling just how that felt in my heart to be grouped there, to be labeled there because of everything that was going on in the media. And I had this experience as I was, uh, was brought back to Jesus when he was being um, judged by the crowds. And as he was standing in the praetorium, they say, crucify him, crucify him. I was just brought back to that, that experience in the, in the scriptures. And I had this experience in my heart where I don't know how else to explain it to you other than the fact that not only was God there with me, but he, he wanted me to find him. Like it's not that he was standing idly by in the corner and it was, it was, it was up to me to find him. No, he, he was there, and he, was, he wanted to be found. He was, he, was, he was taking the initiative to reveal himself to me. And that was just, I can't tell you what kind of pressure that took off my heart, and I could just exhale a little bit more, and, and it didn't make the, the comment from the previous night go away, and it didn't make the scandal go away, and it didn't make the difficulty of the time go away. But I didn't feel alone in it anymore. And I, I would just want to say that to you this morning. Three things that I just want you to hear today. Number one, that God is here. He's in the midst of your life right now. Number two, not only is he there, but he, he wants you to find him. In fact, number three, he's taken the initiative to, to get your attention and to be found. In fact, all of this week, we're going to kind of go deeper in that. We're going to give you some practical tips on how to find God. And we're going to give you some very practical circumstances which you can find God in, in the midst of your life right now. But for today, I just want to leave you with that, with the words of encouragement that God is here. He wants to be found and he's taken the initiative to be with you. And if I can, I want to give you a little homework today. And I want to encourage you to pray with two things from the Bible. All right? So if you've got something to write down or just remember this, I want you to, to pray today with Psalm 139, verses 1 through 16. That's in the Old Testament, the book of Psalms. Pray with Psalm 139, verses 1 to 16. And then after that, pray with Psalm 22. Psalm 22, that, that's the psalm that Jesus prayed when he was on the cross. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? That's it's a lot more than just that first verse, but it's a pretty striking first verse, isn't it? Pray with the entire psalm and, and see the victory that God has in that psalm, even when the human heart feels abandoned. And just know that God's with you today. And all week long, we're going to talk about how to find God with us in the midst of this situation. There's a new normal. It's a different Sunday today, but it doesn't mean that God's not with us, and it doesn't mean that it's still not holy. Let's do the best that we possibly can to find a little time to be with Him today. Let's do the best we can to 
keep this Sabbath holy. Let's do the best we can to keep coming back every day this week so that we can find God with us in the midst of where we are. God bless you.